In this episode of Grit, we talk to Alida Sharstad about her role as a production assistant at NRK Super. Okay, now we're going to jump down to Oslo uh, to speak to Alida Sharstad uh, at NRK Super. Uh, hi, Alida. How are you? Hello. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good. It's uh, winter is gradually coming. Is it a lot colder in Oslo? Well, yeah, it's cold. The snow is still well, not around, but yeah, it's really cold actually. Just rain raining up here, and uh, probably will do for the next three months. So yeah, probably so, uh, out of here as well. It's uh, it's really raining. It's been dry for a long time, but yeah, now it's raining. But we're not here to talk about the weather, are we? <laughs> I think the listeners each week like a little weather report from whoever I'm talking to. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, today, now it's just a settled lad. It's a rainy Monday, but... <laughs> so w- w- we're, we're here to talk to you about your, your job in NRK Super initially, but also your your journey to it. Your job is as a production assistant stroke coordinator at NRK Super. Do you want to just explain a little bit the context and kind of what you do in that job? It's it's funny when people ask me that because uh, I'm uh, having a hard time explaining what I am doing sometimes actually because I'm doing so much different kind of stuff and uh, you know as an assistant you're kind of helping out with yeah everything from pre-production to production and what I've been doing the most is, yeah, helping out, planning and preparing everything for uh, for the production itself and during the production, like being on set, uh, helping out with props, uh, coordinating the, the sound, um, helping the actors whenever they need uh, a foot or hand to behold. Uh, this said, it's <laughs> this is uh, uh, in... I don't know how to say it in English, but yeah, when you're a doll actor, that's when I'm, that the kind of hand and foot is what I'm holding. <laughs> so with the Pantorang in Sweden and with the Superbus, uh, which is the kind of the, the productions that I've been the biggest part of is, yeah, as a coordinator and assistant, I've been pretty much um, a big part of, of the production. It's been... Uh, I'm not only doing the catering and the coffee part. It's 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 more like I'm actually getting a chance to be more having a bigger part of it than just that. It's like all from planning out call sheets or contacting people, doing communication that way, or just doing practical things, buying props, uh, getting yeah, you know, just helping out with everything actually and. It's a very much a practical job and you need to be sharp in some way and just I really enjoy it though. Every day is different. It's it's none none of the days are the same. So yeah. Quite often as a as a production assistant, you're both the glue mm-hmm. uh, that keeps things together, but you're also the grease that keeps the wheels moving. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> kind of is, yeah. Those those two those two liquids are opposite of each yeah. other. Yeah, it's really nice to hear like people are often saying it, it's like, Oh my god, what would the production do without you? And it's like, of course we're all doing a, a big job here. I mean, uh, but yeah, it's it's like the small things that often is like that and no one else would have time to do or yeah we're all helping the big picture here so yeah you're right it's like making the wheels go around definitely i I think when people are production assistants they often talk down their role as saying like oh anyone can do this and 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 i'm just sort of doing these but as somebody that has experienced all kinds of production assistants Mm -hmm. a good production assistant is worth their weight in gold 
And you do see a lot that kind of get bored very quickly saying, well, why do I have to do this? I thought I was going to be operating the camera or something. <laughs> so, so I think when people say to you, what would we do without you here? Mm. You must take that as they genuinely mean it because they, I know production people would never say that to a production assistant if you were annoying them. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> it's easy as a production assistant when you're starting out, it's kind of like you don't, you always feel like, okay, I'm the bottom rung of the ladder, but actually you're really yeah. important. And you you can have such an, you know, it only takes a production assistant to say the wrong thing to an actor or or, 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 or forget forget something or put the wrong number telephone number on a call sheet, all of these things. Mm. And yeah. it can completely cause problems. So it's it's not an unimportant job by any stretch of the imagination. No, definitely. That's for sure. And also I got to, yeah, uh, try to be a coordinator as well uh, during the Superbus uh, project. And that was nice as well. I did quite many of the, the same um, tasks as I did as um, assistant as well. But mm -hmm. very much because we are working in small teams, you know, so we're kind of helping each other out with everything actually. And, yeah. but yeah, also I, I felt like a bit of, you know, the mother on the bus as well. Cause I was the, <laughs> the main people in the team, which was always on the bus. And right. I was in charge of the technical stuff, the planning and everything. And in beforehand as well, just the practical things we need, like different kind of props as well, make sure that was on place. And um, I was actually on the show, I was what they call a DJ. So I was like running the the VAB and everything on the screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of running the show in that way. Um, at, the, at the same time as I was uh, a part of, I don't know, I was uh, taking place in the dancing and everything as well during the show. Which I enjoyed a lot, you know. You know me, John. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoying <laughs> the show as well, so I uh, didn't mind that at all. But yeah, that was a really, it was a good kind of way to actually, yeah, just do a little bit of everything, you know. So I was both behind and a little bit before, uh, um, in front of the camera, not the camera, but yeah, on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly, yeah, we just worked as a team and you know drove around and got to see and make the kids happy uh, since we, we drove into different kinds of uh, different schools um, every day. And it was such a nice experience to actually meet, you know, the target group. Well, that, that, that's important, isn't it? Is, is see, I mean, um, is seeing the audience and seeing the yeah. effect that Fantarangan has on them. And I mean, I know yes, definitely. when you work at Disney, every whether you're the president of disney or, or or the executive producer of a film you have to spend your first day of working there in one of the suits in disneyland mm -hmm. because, because they insist that you must understand the relationship of a kid seeing mickey mouse for the first time <laughs> and then I, I think it, it it's not a bad philosophy to have that idea of kind of seeing the impact of the stuff you do and i think particularly in children's television seeing the relationship because there's, there's also yeah. There's a great responsibility that goes with that as well. It is, definitely. You know, so many people are like saying like, yeah, it's just, it's just television for kids. It's not, it's, it's not a really a big deal. But I think it's it's such a wrong way to see it because, yeah, it's like you got to respect it. And it's like this is the the youngest group we're heading for here. And 
I mean, uh, we're giving impressions. I mean, it's it's a big deal, yeah. But pe- people say that, oh, it's just kids' TV. But if you ever mm-hmm. talk to like a 40-year-old man who watched uh, Star Wars as a kid, mm-hmm. they, they hold those things really dear, dear and they are really important to them, you know. Like, or, yeah, right. I mean, you, you, you talk to anyone about the kids' TV that they grew up with, <laughs> I bet you they remember the characters and they have affection for that greater than almost any other television or content that they watched since yeah i know and that's that's what makes me love my job even more because i still have this very strong nostalgic kind of feeling to children's tv and what it did to me when i was a kid and i'm, I'm like i want to i want to continue or kind of spread that on today's children if you know what i mean it's like i want to give them the same experience and and uh yeah just making sure that that's that's like yeah giving them a good experience by watching children's television as well learning and creating good content for them yeah i keep, I keep seeing videos on on facebook i think popping up with, and then i keep noticing you dancing in the background on some of them so yes <laughs> yes i'm actually doing that and it's it's been so um such a surreal thing to actually be on this you know the bus actually have like a stage uh made uh in the back so we, when we go out on the schools and visit them, we just pack out the stage and rig up kind of everything with lights and sound and just, and then we do the kind of show. It's always quite interesting when you're making a production like that. It, it, when you first start doing it, you forget the relationship that the audience has with the characters. And it, it, there's something quite magical about watching kids meet these characters for the, like, in real life or or, or interact and, and the there's definitely something about making that kind of television that feels a bit more like special or magical i think have you found that or yeah definitely um um my first yeah it was with with Fontorang in Sverdin. it was kind of i felt really blessed for actually being a part of that kind of project because it's it's a bit like making old kind of children's television yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing this in the studio um, live with dolls, and we're also trying out this new thing where we are making f- the floor actually, which is a bit unusual to do when you're doing this kind of doll acting. Because if you can imagine that they're sitting on chairs and having the doll on their arm, normally it's an open kind of space so they can move around as much as they want and making the acting kind of more easy. In this project, we tried out to like have floor uh, which makes it even harder for the actors to actually act and move around um so it's been quite a job just to do you know the setups and to then again place all the props and everything you can just imagine for each scene we had to do like huge um yeah kind of differences in yeah for over what we were doing so but it it was kind of challenging in the beginning, but then after some time, because you know all the others were new to this as well. So, but we as a team, we kind of found this flute and everything, and how we made it work. And you know, it's also such a great thing to actually see it on the screen after some time, because yeah, it is really getting this. It's this magical kind of world, and it's so nice to be a part of something like that. Kind of a childish person, just. Yeah, as a person. So in that case as well, I I really 
<laughs> I actually really, really love my job. The people who work in children's television, I think they also have to keep in touch with that that childish spirit. Mm. And there's something very creative about that. The more people keep yeah. in touch with their childish spirit, the more fun and creative it often is. Yeah, definitely. And I've really enjoyed being a part of that. And I'm feeling like I've kind of found my place in media or yeah, content in that way. I'm like, I actually want to do and make some more content for kids. And also, yeah, as you said, it's like, it's nice to actually have this environment. You know, if you're if you're making child, uh, television for children, you have to be a bit childish, right? <laughs> We're a group of uh, adult people who are like, I don't know how to explain it, but it makes the environment pretty nice as well because it's this kind of friendly and uh, not too serious kind of environment. And I, I really love that. And it's, you know, it's just a real thing. Like kids. Every every set every set you go on is like this amazing fairy tale, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of like every everything is always very colorful and big and kind of yeah, it it it's it's like being at kind of Disneyland. It is, <laughs> it is for sure. And when you have like the actors there, you know Fontarang, and then when they're doing their when they're reading their lines, and you have this kind of yeah, this uh, I don't know, stemming. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it's it's so nice. And uh, it's this kind of magic and like uh, this playful thing in the air when we're like, what are we going to do today? Oh, today we're going to make this garbage bag actually flew through the air. Um, <laughs> and how are we going to make that, that happen? <laughs> like getting that work on the screen and make the dolls and everything work together and like, yeah, so we're just going to have to be creative about that and play around, really. And I have to, there's uh, a few times where I've been having to, like, kind of squeeze my arm and like, am I really, is this really happening? <laughs> is this my job? Because I just love this. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of surreal in that way. And also, like I was saying with the Superbus, which was the latest project I was in now, um, it's also been like, it's kind of a unique um, role that I've been playing as well, because it's since we're such a small team, uh, we are in NRK Super quite small production teams, and that makes it compared from bigger companies or productions, you don't really have that marked that this is kind of this is your job and this is your role, like doing a little bit of everything, you know, just to help out everyone, and you're doing. Uh, helping and doing whatever you can to make things flew and be kind of productive and that I, I think I think that that's that's when when you're a production assistant that gets to do a bit of everything and gets an insight into all of the cogs of the production be it props be it costume be it yeah budget be it be it coordinating travel you mm. are building you're essentially building up all of the components that you ultimately need to be a producer yeah yeah actually <laughs> you need to know all those because if you want to be a technician then yeah you need to spend a lot of time doing sound or camera or or, or, or editing mm -hmm. but when when you're on the production side you need a bit of a understanding about how everything works and so yeah i think like the production assisting i did starting out kind of doing a bit in the art department doing a bit in in the props doing some location stuff do it it's great to get a flavor of all of those things yeah definitely you know then how an entire production works whereas actually sometimes as a camera or sound person you only know one bit of it yeah that's that's very very true what you're saying and 
it's like it's helping me a lot. You mean, as I already mentioned, it's like I've learned so, so much during the last year only. It's like I've been working in NRK for like three years or something because I've been giving this kind of all kinds of situations and opportunities to just try out different things. And also very much now because of the corona situation, we have to like uh, develop as well because, uh, you know, some of the kind of production areas has been scooch in time. And yeah. you know, we were supposed to do a new round with Fontorangensverden at this point, actually, but we have to wait until February to do it. And so now we're just, I was booked for like, yeah, uh, almost, yeah, all the time until Christmas now. So, but now I'm just jumping around on different kind of projects on Super wherever they need help and in the projects that's actually upgoing. We we were like one of those situations where we just, we have to wait because we're really <laughs> kind of struggling to find out how to do the project without um, having the disease and infection too much situation no it's it's a, it's a high risk situation isn't yeah it? high risks that's right and we're since we're we're working very very close as well it's very intimate in that way because we you know sometimes we're like four people crowded under this this floor or table we're working on so we really get to know each other very well <laughs> during the project but yeah it's a lot of fun and yeah it was it was a real down when we got to know that we are not doing the um, the production at the moment but yeah we're looking forward to february so yeah that would be cool have you found that the insight you've got to all the different parts of production has that kind of helped piece a, a picture together because obviously you, you studied media production and mm -hmm. you, you you did a, a various things in media production on your bachelor but sometimes it's not until you do it every day that those things all come together so have, have you found that you're you're putting together this picture that maybe you didn't have before or <laughs> yeah that's funny that you ask about that because i remember i was really you remember too john that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, what is my role what am i going to do in a production i don't know <laughs> everything you, you 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 were so worried about being like a good camera person or a good sound person i was like look there's yes. plenty of other stuff you can be doing don't worry too much about that i yeah. know and i was so locked in kind of like i have to do one thing and <laughs> that's like gonna be my main thing and now I'm, I'm realizing more and more that yeah you're just gonna have to try out different things and surprisingly i'm actually very happy about where i am in my career so far and what i've been doing um because you know in the beginning in the very start i was actually kind of thinking that what maybe production isn't really the way for me or maybe this is like not the job for me you know but i have slowly starting to realize, and with the, the experiences I've got, I'm just more and more starting to think as well that I'm like, well, oh yeah, I, I'm actually on the very right spot. And trying out all these different things um, as a production assistant and coordinator, I just, it's not only a sim, like a normal assistant job. I actually get, as you're saying, trying to actually be this kind of producer kind of role as well and getting the feel yeah, be a very big part of something professional and something we're making together as a team. And I'm really enjoying that. And also, I remember you mentioned this kind of thing where um, um, you have to be kind of a people person to work in production in a way. And uh, 
I'm embracing that more and more because I'm like, yeah, I get to be this kind of social person who can just and starting also realizing how much it actually involves the job to just be, you know, having this communication kind of way and I think it is what what people call emotional intelligence, isn't it? It, it, It's, as you say, if if you're working under a table next to people (laughs) with with their hands up up the backsides of of, of puppets. I know. (laughs) That's not not a normal working situation. No, not at all. Stay in your office and stay away from it. You you have to understand how to work with people closely and and how to deal Mm. with stress and, 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 you know, all sorts of things can happen in that kind of environment. So you have to be, be socially, very socially aware, I think. Yeah, definitely. And also, which you're mentioning now, yeah, the stressful kind of environment and everything. It's like you get to know each other. Yeah, in a production team, you get to know each other on very much yeah, many levels because you're stressing together, you're tired together, you're happy. And like, yeah, you're going to through... During a production, you're going through very much different kind of emotions and... Yeah, everything together, working close. So it's it's very interesting and I'm I'm really enjoying it. And I I hope to continue this kind of path and I'm excited for what it's gonna bring and what the future will bring. So um at the moment I'm like just enjoying my time in NRK and in children's television, which I I'm starting to think this is kind of the the way I I want to go as well, even though, of course, I'm also like open. You know, I'm I've only been working for like a year or something. I'm I'm. <laughs> so, but I, I think if if you enjoy something, you lean into it, and and that doesn't mean conversely, that doesn't mean that you solidify yourself forever. You as you evolve, you you, you may want to do other things, and those options will be open to you. I think you know. I can safely say over over twenty five years, I've jumped around every genre, and now mm. I'm a teacher. You know, so so, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, ne- you you never you never stay still. But I think the the approach that you're leaning into it and just enjoying it and finding what you mm. like and, and so forth is great. The point that you raised at the beginning, where you 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 had that moment of questioning whether production was right for you and stuff mm. was that just it was overwhelmed like there were so many things going on it was overwhelming or was it a confidence thing or do you have any idea why you felt that because obviously it's something that a lot of people go through so it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts yeah yeah definitely i i think that was a very big mix actually of everything you just mentioned because <laughs> so it was a huge i don't know a huge difference or kind of just what is it called when you're kind of um, having a huge change in your life? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, a massive shift to go from, yeah. from u- university to to work, and and not only that, you've gone from university to NRK, which is you know it it's the national broadcaster, so that's a bit daunting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely, and that was as I yeah was thinking, it's like it was a huge shift in life from going from a student to actually working life and um, you're like going to the big city moved from Volda and my small hometown you know and going to big Oslo and trying out to actually making a career out of what I've just worked for for three years and I was like yeah trying to involve and getting used to living in the city and uh, finding myself in that kind of environment and to get used to working and 
I, I mean, in the beginning, I'm kind of shocked that I actually went through with all of this because, you know, when I moved to Oslo, I didn't really have a job like properly because I had, I had this kind of contract with NRK as a co-call kind of contract. Right. Yeah. 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 The only thing I knew that I was going to do was like, I was on a project for two weeks and that was it. I didn't really have any much else of a job. And it was just, and well, I did this kind of project and it was very overwhelming in many ways because uh, yeah, it was kind of stressful and I was just tossed into it and everything was so new. And yeah, also like you mentioned, very much depending on this kind of confidence that I didn't really have the chance to build up yet. And I was like, uh, yeah, it was just an overwhelming kind of thing. And it made me all <laughs> come all this dramatic out of it. Just like, oh, you know what? No, this is not for me. I don't think I'm going to be working in a production like this. No, this is not my thing. I'm 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 I think I'm going to switch and do something completely different. Uh, I didn't know what, but yeah, I was like going down that that road. Uh, and right. uh, one day I just got a call from from Super from my boss and she was like, "Okay, you know what? I have I have a job for you here. I think would be uh fitting good for you." So, and I'm just, I know you've been mentioning that you're getting some other jobs and blah, blah, blah. And, but yeah, I just wanted to mention this to you. So you, you have the opportunity. And luckily I, I took that kind of, yeah, I, I said yes to that and went for it because yes, it was something in my stomach who was just like, yeah, you know what? I kind of want to, want to take that job actually, because it's here. It sounds really uh, interesting. So yeah, I, I gave it another shot and I'm very happy I did because it kind of switched the whole situation for me. So suddenly I felt more, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just um, clicked a lot better than it did this time. I think, I think that is, you, you've just described what, what a lot of people go through, but don't admit it. So it's great. It's yeah. great that you, <laughs> you talk about, it. but, but it's also, if you think about it, it's, it's your, also your atypical, almost Hollywood story of like, go to the big city, first act be daunted <laughs> have have something that like oh, i can't get my head around this i'm gonna quit and yeah. then there's the moment there's the moment of like do i do i go home etc and go no i'll give it another mm. go and then and then it all starts working out and then you're not probably in the third act yet but in the third act you're running like a big production company yeah and <laughs> and, and the, 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 new, the new the newer leader comes in at the end yes. of the third act and you have you have to teach that person you know. Yeah, I know it's it's quite crazy in that way because yeah, I was really down the road. Um, but then yeah, it switched at some point, and uh, this Fantorangen Sverden was uh, the project who actually did, kind of did that for me, and yeah, it was so nice. Uh, so I was there working for quite a while, and then I yeah was off for a bit this summer uh, doing some other jobs, and then. I suddenly got the chance on the super bus as well now, um, and it's just like com still opening some new doors for me. It's it's really nice, and yeah, I'm trying to just enjoy it as much as I can since I'm like I don't know how long I'm gonna be at super, so I'm just trying to yeah just embrace all the kind of projects that I'm in, and nowadays since I'm just jumping around on different kind of productions and doing very much different jobs every week, actually. I'm just like trying to learn as much as I can because I guess that's what I'm going to do for uh, quite a while. I mean, you're never, you're never out 
learned at some point, but it's like, since I'm still such a new candidate in this kind of, um, yeah, production, it's... I, supp I suppose this industry, and maybe it's one of the things that attracts us to it, is, you know, you start on a project, you work through the life cycle of a project, whether it's two weeks, whether it's six months, and mm -hmm. then that project finishes and you move on to the next one. And I guess whilst the nature of that can be a bit, uh, daunting from a security point of view and so forth at times mm -hmm. on the same token we kind of do this because we don't want to sit in an office nine to five in a fast job forever mm -hmm. because if, if, if that's probably what made us if, that, if that's what ticked our boxes we'd do that I guess yeah there, there must be something there's something about like I would say to people working in production and working on productions is like being part of a, a circus and I think there's something that attracts us to the circus of <laughs> setting up setting up a show, doing the thing, and then moving on to a new. But it's having that 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 shift, I guess, the the change that's exciting. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's no, oh, it's such a nice thing to actually be in that kind of developing, growing kind of a stage in my career because. I'm really, as I already mentioned, it's like I'm I'm excited for what to come, you know. And I I actually really really enjoy to learn new things every day. And I'm, it's nice to feel that I'm getting used to this kind of work environment as well, and getting used to work long days. I don't mind. And it's like, um, now I'm starting to get, even though I can still work on my confidence. It's just, I feel more confident when people, kind of, you know, in work situations i am just like yeah i can do that and just give me the chance and i'll i'll do it and just yeah you know throwing yourself out and doing whatever you can the best you can it's like because that's the best you can do and don't be afraid to try it because normally it's 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 enough what you do right and and, and the people around you want you to succeed yeah as well i think sometimes that that ironically is the difference when when you're at school sometimes you're actually in competition with people mm -hmm. not for any real reason I think just there's something about the individuality of education sometimes that makes people think like we're all we're all in a competition <laughs> but when you're in work it's less so because you're all got to work together to make the yeah, because you're a team right yeah 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 and and, and even though you do that sometimes within school I don't think people always realize that you're only as good as the people around you yeah yeah, that's very true, actually. And I also feel kind of blessed because I've had co-workers um, till now, which is really, really nice people. And as you say, they kind of, they want you to succeed, right? And um, therefore, I've learned a lot from them. And we're building this kind of safe environment where it's, it's you know, it's safe to actually come with ideas or work on something. And you're not afraid to, like, try out stuff, you know, which is important, I think. And also having this loose kind of humor and just, yeah, making this casual environment grow, you know? And um, I think that's important to actually make a creative, good team and to actually be able to make this kind of content and making a good, good result. Correct me if I'm wrong. Before university, you spent some time traveling and kind of working on kind of with groups when traveling didn't you did you do a travel year you mean you mean during the studying in uh, in volda or no 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 i think bef before you came to volda didn't you spend oh, yeah. a year sort of traveling and doing some voluntary so uh, can you see the similarity between aspects of that and working on production 
the sort of teamwork and having to have like the you have to have a team spirit sometimes and just like when when you're doing kind of voluntary work with people or or working in a group all of that there's something I've always thought being on production is similar to kind of traveling with a group of people. Yeah, it is actually. I, I'm, I'm, I like to compare it with sometimes, uh, you know, this kind of um, uh, what you did in, in um, children's schools when you were on light school. Okay, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> no. Also very much like when you're traveling as a team, yeah, and doing, uh, I don't know, backpacking with friends or like I did, I was with this kind of, yeah, this team on Fiji doing some volunteering work. Uh, you know, everyone wants everyone to succeed and they're just this very relaxing environment where you're, you're doing what you love and you're being, I don't know, being human in a way where it's like allowed to just, um, it's, you're allowed to have wrong and you're allowed to, uh, try out stuff and make mistakes and not being punished about it. It's like, you, you actually get the chance to just, yeah. Not, I don't know, production isn't really meant for, I don't know, develop as a person like you are when you're traveling and like getting to know yourself that way. But I think there's very much similarities going on there because, yeah, it's this kind of creating creative kind of work and developing, working, creating with people. No, no, no I, I think it's, it's also that, that notion of kind of having to occupy space that isn't the same as like when you go to a job, mm-hmm. you go to the office and at the end of the day you leave and you leave the job behind in many, many scenarios. But And I think when, when you're traveling with people, you're kind of living in their pocket a bit. And I you do do that through periods of time on production. And there's something mm. about the way you interact with people. Yeah. And as you say, have have good humor, look after people when they're stressed and, and, and when somebody's having a bad day and mm-hmm. each lift, lifting their own kind of helping each lift each other along the way and I think there's a similarity when doing productions on that or good productions anyway I should say <laughs> no no not all productions are like that but, yeah. yeah you're onto something there because yeah the, the perfect example is actually with the super bus when we were traveling that and driving around in that because uh, we were we were a small team I guess we were about seven of us when we were traveling around in it and uh, you mean I mean we were working and having these kind of laughs and we were doing yeah we were traveling while we were tired as well but mostly it was like we we became this kind of family when we were doing this because we were we drove around uh, our main goal was to yeah make make kids happy you know to visit them in school and to uh, make this content um or share this content that we're we're kind of making and um it does something to you and you, I don't know, I just, I totally love that kind of, uh, I mean, who wouldn't love being a part of something like that? Because yeah, it's it's uh, both social and working experience um, on a great level where you actually get to have fun at the same time as doing a job. And I mean, it's super <laughs> and it it, it it it's a, a a rare thing to be able to do so it, yeah. it, it's great that you get to do it rolling back a little bit um huh? you before before you went to nrk super i know you went to london to do your praxis oh yes or work, or, or work experience <laughs> yeah what was your work experience in 
in London because it was for three months. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, three months. Was, was that the sort of first longest period that you'd spent in production? And if oh yes, and if that's true, what was it? What was it like? You know, it's a brave thing to go to another place and work in a totally different environment. Yes, for sure. How how was that? That was very interesting as well because uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I've already done some traveling before I started out in Volda, right? And I'm very into and I guess I think London was the first time I went out again after that but this was in a whole other kind of new level since this was also work related and yeah I had to like make a life in London you know for three months and to actually work and have colleagues and everything being in a new culture speaking another language and yeah working with production and they were you know PMA film and television they were Really nice people, though. They they really greeted me and took me under their wings and learned me a lot. And but yeah, it was it was a huge. Um, what is it called when it's it's uh, learning curve? Yes, <laughs> definitely. I learned a lot during those weeks I spent there and um, the months actually. Yeah, so I, I learned not only a lot about production but also about myself actually about how to like you know i i like to get to know people and uh and talk to new people and everything but yeah that was on a whole new kind of level and i mean there i was the small again country girl from norway uh working with a production team which is like uh you know arranging press junkets for kind of the biggest productions in, you know in the world kind of thing <laughs> it was surreal in that way because i mean i was there in the middle of london helping out and working as a producer for uh yeah the junkets there we did um and got to meet you know actors like kieran knightley and hugh jackman and i mean what the heck is that <laughs> I was like, I had to, like, there a few times as well, squeeze my hand and like, is this really happening? But it was um, not only, now it sounds like the celebrity thing was the hugest part, but to me, <laughs> like, the kind of experience of actually being a part of the, you know, the professional part and doing it as, actually as a, you know, um, doing it as a professional and being i i don't know getting the chance to actually do that out as a part of the team of pma it was really great and i really enjoyed it as well getting to know all the different kind of people the, the journalists we got to know during the way and it's it was just i don't know i don't, I'm, I'm, i don't have any more words <laughs> at the moment because you 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 ended up on a on a few occasions like just for the audience, a, a press junket of when you have like a Hollywood actor and then being interviewed by a journalist is ten, tends to be run by a company like PMA that a leader worked for. And you, you, you got to one of the one of the big factors of that is keeping it all working to time and and, and directing the room. Mm-hmm. And so you you got to do that a few times, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. So that was great. That was a really good um, opportunity as well. And uh, getting like, you know, I was giving the chance to actually have responsibility, you know, and they were, they trust me to do the job and which was a huge deal for me at that point, since I was such a, a fresh, um, 
fresh uh, starter at that point. And, you know, you, you grow a lot when you actually are just giving the the chance to to succeed, you know, and not being hold back. I mean, I guess there's a lot of people or situations when you're new to something, you're not, people are just like, yeah, yeah, but you're such a new uh, person in this, so I'm just going to do it for you and just, you know, not giving their chance to actually, they don't trust you enough. But yeah, yeah but they they really got the chance uh, or gave me the chance to, to grow in that way because I got responsibilities and and uh, yeah, they helped me grow as a professional. And, and did did you find? Because I think that, that that that's something that you've got as a sort of running thing. Is also you're gradually building your confidence up. Yeah. And that, that when I say that, I'm not trying to sort of paint a picture that you're you're this nervous person that you, you're a confident person. But on the same token, you're not arrogant and you're not full of yourself. So mm-hmm. I think people will believe in you more because you're humble and i yeah. think conversely each time somebody puts that that responsibility in you as you say you grow because i think the minute anybody has a feeling of self that, that somebody's put belief in them it does it, it, it makes them grow and it it gives them a 90 percent of learning is about having confidence in your ability to learn or, or mm. to develop and therefore if somebody's sort of holding you down yeah. doing it that's not going to work so it's good that you've been in environments where people want to lift you because people have all been in you know everybody in the industry has been in the same place starting out and they know what it's like it's daunting it's yeah we we make a big thing of this industry you know as you say you know you're suddenly in a room with Hugh Jackman that's not a normal yeah. situation and it can throw <laughs> you a bit. it can throw you a bit but at the end of the day he is just another person yeah yeah is and have you have you found like with each each step of this you're now starting to feel like yeah you know i know what i know what i'm doing and i can i can do this now are you you feeling more at ease with that over time yeah i'm i'm definitely going strictly towards that now like i'm not quite there yet um obviously but i'm getting there and i'm i'm definitely more confident now than I was two years ago when I was in London. And uh, also just a year ago as well when I started up in RK Super. You're, I'm growing, you know, for each each week, actually, it feels like sometimes. And uh, going from, as you mentioned, I'm, I, yeah, I can be quite humble as a person. And maybe sometimes I think this kind of this industry is a bit too hard for me in that way because uh, you have to be kind of, thick-skinned if you're gonna survive in this kind of environments which often is quite hard you know and the competition can be hard and it's I've been lucky so far with the people I've been working with but it's not always um the greatest kind of or the softest people you're working with right because yeah as I said it's a hard industry but as also I've learned and experienced that I'm just going to continue being myself because so far uh, I've really experienced that it's it's taking me further to be the person I am, humble, and I don't know, just being a nice person. <laughs> it, it takes you further than being kind of this um, rough-skinned and more cynical kind of person because I know many people choose to go that road or 
how to say it when they're yeah you know diving into it but I've I kind of said to myself when I uh, started out for real or like kind of realizing that I'm actually finding my path here and I was like okay so if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it my way and being myself 100% and doing it in my way and if it's Maybe I, I'm like, I have the confidence to think that it's going to work and it, that it's going to take me somewhere somewhere great. And yeah, it's just going to be exciting to see uh, how that goes. Because yeah, I don't, I don't want to be this typical kind of journalist or yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm being very ge- general saying that, but, <laughs> but you know, using my elbows and just like, this is me, me first, you know? You raise a good point. Like, like you can only, you can only walk through this career, this life, whatever, being who you are, because trying to be some, yeah. everybody, everybody is, is who they are and they need to navigate. And the people who try and navigate by pretending to be something they're not, that you know, mm. if you're a sharp elbowed person and that's who you are, that will work as a strategy for you to get what yeah. you want. But, but if, if you're a more humble person, then the opportunities that are right for you will come along because you will fit the environment that that doesn't want sharp elbowed people. If, if you yeah, if you yeah. manage to find yourself in a sharp elbowed environment, it would probably be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing is looking at it as uh, from the outside now and 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 over the years and thinking about people that I'm talking to on this podcast throughout all the yeah. humble people I know always ended up being the most successful and hmm. i can't i can't think I, I i know people who had the sharp elbows and they 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 maybe shone bright very quick but they also fizzled out quite quick because it, it, it it's an hmm. expectation and sometimes the sharp elbowed front is just a front it's it's it shows a it, it covers or masks a slight insecurity that always kind of comes out at some point whereas i think if you know who you are and you're comfortable with who you are and you're humble with that, then you stay true to yourself all mm. the way through it. And I, I think, no, I, I can easily think of like just, just people talking to uh, in, in the last few weeks on, on the podcast, every one of the people I've spoken yeah. to were never the person in, in the room to say how great they were. And the mm. people who were in the room saying how great they were, I never hear from them. So, so, so it, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm the arbitrator. Do, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's funny how yeah, I know what you mean. in yeah. life you hear a lot of people saying, you know, I'm, I'm the number one here. And then mm. they might be a big fish in a small pond for a little while. But, but yeah. I think you're very good at getting on with people. And your humble attitude means you have what's called a growth mindset, which means you take on board stuff. And you lean into it and people like people will like that productions will like that because it means you're a you're open to learn and try out different things. You're not you're not narrow minded. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's interesting because yeah, I'm realizing that more and more that like I already mentioned, actually, where that production is very much uh, relying on how you connect or work with the people because, yeah, it's 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 very much about working as a team and how to kind of make content and create something together. It's like, it's, it's funny how I'm, I'm starting to like seeing the, you know, I always knew that you have to be a team to like make something. You can't be, uh, I mean, um, 
you don't make a big movie or a television show uh, on your own. You're, you're, it's, it's a lot of small pieces put together. Yeah, I think it's really, really nice to just see how um, everyone does their kind of part of the job or just being the person. Like I said, I do a lot of different things uh, during one day or during the production. As a team, we make it happen and we make it actually turn out to something great. I think that there's a great saying that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, meaning yeah. the overall picture is, is is bigger than one or two or three or whatever the bits are that fit in. And I think it's very true with production or, or any team-based uh, uh, collaboration and particularly creativity is it takes it takes a group of people to make it happen. It, it's not down to one, no person is yeah. the star mm. e- even if tom cruise thinks he is but no 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 one per- <laughs> yeah. no one person sort of sh- outshines the other and i think the really really good productions you see that all the time everyone's got each other's backs and and yeah, it's an, it sure. is a nice environment yeah mm. and also i think i the experience i got from london also when i i, I mean i had to work with uh, or were in the environment with bigger stars you know um uh it's also nice to just get to see and also just yeah realizing that we're all just people even though we have like maybe some roles are more confronted or shown uh, you know as a as an actor you're on the screen all the time right and you're kind of the star of the whole the whole show but yeah it's still you're just not just but yeah you're the actor and then we have the producer and then we have the director and we have the cameraman and everything it's like and we're all together making this kind of um this content and making it such a great piece um so yeah i think yeah i'm also having this kind of philosophy that yeah everyone is like on the same level uh even though i don't know um uh, more some people mean that they're doing more important jobs uh, than the others but yeah i think it's it's very much on the same level here and that that's maybe the key to actually good communication because yeah that's what it all kind of comes down to that uh, good content comes from good communication and when when you're like a producer or an exec producer um and i, I certainly had this philosophy as a producer is surround yourself with people who make you look good <laughs> And, yeah. and it, 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 it's it's like, but it's it's a great philosophy to have. Like, I think some people think like, oh, I don't want anyone showing me up. Therefore, I'll you know surround myself. If you surround yourself with people who are possibly better than you, smarter than you, or or, or bring something to the table, mm-hmm. then they make the whole thing look good. And you you as the leader, yeah, it means you've picked the right people. Like you've picked the smartest people, and you're not afraid of. You know they should cover the blind spots that you have, and I think yeah. that, that that's that's something you want in a in a production assistant as well. You want somebody who is uh, v- sort of vibrant enough, uh, enthusiastic enough to see those blind spots, not somebody who sits in the corner on their phone, mm. wait waiting for, waiting for an exciting job to do. You know, it, it, it's... yeah, that's the thing. You don't you don't want to wait. Uh, I mean, you do, you're not supposed to wait until you get told what to do right you have to like see and be there and like okay uh okay i need to do this now because now this is happening and it's like yeah you're just gonna see and be quite awake actually and just being being there when it's needed and that's 
pretty much um, the whole job like consumed together. Yeah. So it's just also you do you do a lot of kind of uh, work stuff that's not really production related at all. It's like it's very variated. I mean, it's it's probably some of them the tasks are pretty much uh, can be done by anyone. But also it's like still i feel like i'm i'm learning so much also about you know uh preparing and planning and just the whole process from like going from pre-production to production and then i haven't been that much a part of the post-production yet but yeah some from the other perspectives i've i've gotten to see so far it's like it's variation and i really like that and um it's uh, yeah. I realizing I I I feel like um I'm I sounds really <laughs> I sound old when I'm talking. I was like yeah, <laughs> this is my philosophy and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's like this is what I've learned and realized during the past year at least. It, it's crazy to actually think back on a time when I was back in Volda with you because that now in perspective it it's it feels such a long time ago. It's like I was a whole different person then because now. I've grown into this kind of more, I don't know, I feel like I'm standing more on my, my own feet by now. I still have a way to go until I get like fully the confidence that I want to, but yeah, I'm getting there. It's uh, it's a nice ride so far. <laughs> no, great. I mean, that, that, that seems, because we're coming up to the hour now, that seems like a really great place to finish. And I think it's such a, mm -hmm. it's, so, it's so nice to kind of hear you've come, you've come this long way and as you say, it, it, it's only a year and it, uh, there's a part of me that wants to almost, there used to be this documentary series in the UK called Seven Up where they kept going back to the same family every seven years. I want to kind of go back to guests <laughs> in seven years yeah. and, and, hear, and hear the next sort of chapter. And, um, but I think it's really important for people who are just starting out to kind of hear. So there are people who are about to graduate in the next six months and so forth. If, if you could go back to yourself on graduation day, I know this is a trite mm -hmm. question that I ask almost everyone, but what 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 kind of thing would you would you say to yourself now? You know, looking looking back on that, because there are people who are about to go through that. Well, is that, if I was going to say it to myself, I would definitely say, don't be too hard on yourself, and don't be too negative, or um, feel like this is like like don't worry because you have just go with the flow, like. Yeah, I, I hate when my mom says this because I'm like, there was a part, there was a part uh, back in my study time and when I was uh, yeah, a few years younger, I was like, I feel kind of lost at some point. And I don't know, I haven't really found the solution there maybe quite yet, but I feel more, um, I don't know, uh, comfortable with like, okay, I'm actually more excited now about what to come. And uh not worrying too much about yeah what am i gonna do um like work-wise and what uh, my career is gonna uh contain you know so i'll just yeah i would i would probably say don't stress too much just go with it and you'll see some great things and just enjoy it <laughs> I, I, th I think that, that that's a great point because i think the harsh reality is there's not actually that much you can do about your future like no, no, nobody, no, nobody can isn't. manufacture their future. You can work hard and mm -hmm. all of these things, but it there's so much chance 
luck, whatever you want to call it, and leaning into the right opportunities and, and, and so forth. But no, no, nobody can write a little map and say, I'm going to achieve this by this date. It, it's very, very seldom happens. And mm. also, you can't really do anything about the past either. <laughs> so there's no, there's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no point in fretting too much about either either side because at the end of the I, I think when I was about 18 or 19 uh, uh, a friend of mine died and it made me realize like don't worry too much about the past mm. or the future just just get on with now and experience yeah. now as it happens and weirdly by doing that everything has generally always worked out all right mm. the more it sounds like the more you lean into that vulnerability the more comfortable you mm. become yeah and that's very interesting because I'm like, the more I just accept that I am doing, like, don't, yeah, actually that phrase, like, don't stress, don't stress too much. Don't really, don't worry too much. When I, if I'm just good enough or like, remind myself about that, I'm actually doing a twice as good job as I do when I'm trying to like working for, okay, I need to do great now. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, as long as I lean backwards, yeah, and just um, being vulnerable and doing doing the best I can, and yeah, that's fine, right? Um, the results gets quite good actually, and it's yeah, I think that's uh, we 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 all perform better when when we're actually relaxed and not stressing. So yeah, there's there's, there's good <laughs> stress sense. and and there's 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 healthy stress of like being under pressure and stuff sometimes. But I think mm. stre stressing about what people think about you, am I doing the right thing? Am I before all of these things are, are kind mm. of neg negative stresses that all they do is affect your mindset and stop you from just, oh, I'm just doing this, you know, and I yeah. guess, I guess society has taught us to think like that. So it can sell us products that make us feel better. Mm. <laughs> so, so, so. Uh, it sucks a bit, but yeah. yeah. And then we, Hopefully, some of us will mention to like just find back to that. Okay, don't stress; it's fine. <laughs> well, it's been we we we've done an hour now. It's it, mm -hmm. went, it flew by. <laughs> so yeah, it did. It you, really you said, did. You said you were stressed at the beginning, and then and then we kind of just it went by really quick. It did. The time really flew. That kind of proves the point of just lean into it, right? Yes. So, <laughs> don't don't stress it. So, Lida, it's been so great talking to you. It's been wonderful to catch up and, and hear about your experiences. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time out and, and, and having a chat with us. Yeah, this is wonderful. Been, it, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah the no, same so. to you. It's uh, It's been way too long since we talked. <laughs> I know. We, we will definitely, when corona times disappear... Yeah. I will make a beeline to, to, to Oslo yes, and we'll, we'll catch are. up with a few people in Oslo. Cool. Okay, lovely to speak to you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> we'll talk again soon. Better myself and I proved it. I know the industry ruthless. I'm really a threat, a nuisance. The Chevy is driving, it's ruthless. Think I'm the one and I proved it. I know the industry ruthless. Think we're seeing the movies. It really ain't dropping out cool. Look at me struggling, I'm right on the bubble and making it pop up. Well, that's the end of season one of Grit. Um, we'll be back after Christmas with some exciting new guests with season two.